0: Hey guys, welcome back to Dallas Geek. This is Brad and Kyla, and we're here for a wonderful end of day Friday stream. How y'all doing? (laughs) Uh, Kyla, how you doing actually?
1: I'm doing good. Um, We went early, I say we, I went earlier this week, and we wrapped up this whole year, so it is now officially. Summer for me, and it's really bittersweet. And in that, I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Brad?
0: Very nice. Uh, I'm actually good. Um, Honestly, I have been very happy with being able to just uh, get a little bit done early today for you know work, work uh, with the Memorial Day weekend coming up. So uh, being able to not have to go back to the serious stuff until Tuesday is a, a wonderful thing to me.
1: There you go.
0: Yeah. So um, with that, hey, we have Cody over on Facebook. How you doing, Cody? Hi, Cody. <laughs> Glad you can keep joining us. This is always fun. Uh, but yes, so uh, for those of you who have not seen us before uh, or just happened to stumble upon us, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are a show. Podcast, whatever exactly you want to call us, uh, all about nerdy stuff uh, in the entertainment industry and a lot about what's going on around uh, Dallas-Fort Worth uh, in the nerdy community. So uh, we are here for all things nerd that you want to catch up on. Um, And now that we are coming to you from quarantine, we are giving you even more random nerdy goodness. So here you go. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, and of course, do not forget if you have not already, please do not forget to uh, like us, uh, like us, and follow over on Facebook. And to, is it
1: there? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then uh... to uh, like and subscribe. The uh, subscribe button should be right about here on the screen over on YouTube. So um, yeah, yeah, and we have. Carrie, which I believe, you know, over on Facebook. Hi,
1: mom. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look,
1: mom, I'm on TV. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, yeah, um, we, uh, so in case you missed the title and description of the video, uh, which shame on you, uh, but we're so glad you clicked on us. Um, we are going to be doing another. Does it hold up video today? Um. And we're gonna go even more out of left field than we did on Wednesday, and we're gonna go all the way back to the 1938. Um, yep. yep, 1938 radio broadcast of War of the Worlds. Does it hold up? And uh, would modern audiences appreciate it if it came out today? So yeah,
1: no, it's a uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. For those of you who don't know. Or the Worlds uh, was originally written by H.G. Wells. And I think like the first release was like 1897, something like that. So it's a little bit of uh, just a skosh on the older side of a novel. And yep. then in 1938, it was adapted uh, for a radio broadcast, uh, which is kind of like the first. I wanna say entertainment one because it was novelized and released both America in a magazine and then in London and Hardback, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but the first kind of like book to movie adaptation before <laughs> <the> book to movie adaptation <laughs> was a radio broadcast and it was played to sound like a real radio broadcast to the point that it actually sent millions of America Americans into a panic. Yeah. So uh Yeah,
0: (laughs) which I I do actually have to uh, have a a deep appreciation for the level of uh, just mass trolling that you got uh, out of that. I mean, it is it's impressive that in the days before internet, you could just get that kind of like high quality trolling. Um,
1: Yeah, the best part was it wasn't even necessarily intended to send people into panic it was intended to sound real that's for certain Yeah. because of how it was recorded like it actually sounds like what you might hear on the radio because it's like we bring you dance music but we have a news bulletin now let's go back to dance music but we have another side news bulletin but because of how well done it was people were like oh crap this is actually happening over in New Jersey let's get ready to like build a bunker and hunker down because aliens are coming like that's how bought into yeah. people were with it
0: yeah um yeah I, I do have to say it, it's because it was orson wells responsible for it mm-hmm. um i mean you, you want to talk about somebody who for the time was probably the quintessential master of psychological torture for okay, fair. <laughs> at least the people that worked with him um the fact that he was equally willing to take that psychological torture and turn it outward to all of America is genuinely impressive.
1: Yes. And like so if you haven't listened to it, ten out of ten would recommend go back and re-listen to it. It's an hour long. Like how you can put it like literally podcast it. Hey, <laughs> podcast it. Right. In your car and listen to it for like an hour. Like it it just sounds like a radio show going on. Yeah. And it starts off like literally the first minute or so as I'm saying that this has been adapted by the novel or the worlds and narrated and directed by Orson Welles. But if you missed that broadcast and you just jumped in like most people do on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'd be a little bit panicked too. Yeah. Like. How long has it been since? Did you re-listen to it recently, Brad? Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I I, uh, I re-listened to it yesterday, and I mean, I I, I love listening to that. Um, like, I'm a fan of old cinema, so listening to old radio broadcasts like that that have that same kind of production value is a lot of fun to me. And um,
1: yes. Yeah.
0: No, I I enjoy it so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the um. I'm trying to think, like, the best way I can describe a couple of, like, the, re- the details of it was how real it was. Yeah, It was pre-recorded, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, right? Did you play it as
0: no, no, it was, radio? It was, live. Know, was it live. It was live broadcast. Okay. All live That's broadcast. And as Cody so... uh, points out in the uh, comments over here on Facebook, uh, all special effects were uh, by the great uh, Ray um, Harrison. Uh, yeah. And it's I mean, you got to realize that while the minimum level of quality required for uh, special effects sounds back on the radio then compared to now is uh, is leagues different at the time to be able to still be convincing enough that you could fool a vast majority of the audience with uh, the sounds you're making was still incredibly impressive because you knew that you had limited uh, you, you had a limited level of superiority that uh, the recording equipment could get. And so you had to tailor the way that you made the sounds to work with those limitations. And it was, it took a very serious skill. You couldn't just, you yeah. know, mess around and hope for the best.
1: <sighs> no, and then with, like said, how it was done live. Uh, it honestly sound like the ebb and flow like what you would hear with people like, jumping into different radio slots and whatnot trying to like call in with information what's going on mm-hmm. and then how um, at one point when the reporter is on scene what's going on he's trying to go up to the uh, the farmer who's a uh, farm actually the spaceship landed on he's like hey hey sir hey sir and you actually hear like the voice like kind of get closer to the mic as if he's actually walking up to him like it's so well done yeah just and it's not until about two-thirds of, like the 40 minute mark they finally like have a short intermission they're like hey by the way um this is adapted off of World, of worlds by hg wells mm-hmm. and it's a work of fiction like 40 minutes in though is when the first time you hear them like reiterate the fact that it's not real so. yeah
0: and at that point you had enough people just panicking that mm-hmm. a lot of people still missed that and yes. yeah no i mean the the real-life uh ramifications of that radio broadcast were hilarious by today's standards um yeah and realistically uh (laughs) looking back at that it feels so much like the radio broadcast equivalent (laughs) of the the found footage genre of films that we have today, yes. or uh, yes. some of those um, prank, not quite prank, exactly, uh, channels, but, you know, the ones that actually did it right, and not just the ones that were trying to go for the uh, shock factor. And... It's just a prank, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, like, the, the originals. Um, yes. Like... Lonely Girl 13. Yeah. On YouTube. Oh, cool, uh,
1: that's... Excuse me you hit me with,
0: like, whiplash there, crap. <laughs> like, you, you, you want to talk about uh, a modern equivalent. It, it would be, uh, like, it, it was the same level of significance and equ- uh, equivalent type of medium as uh, *Little Girl 13 or um, mm-hmm. The Blair Witch Project, where yes, you just, people that were seeing it didn't actually realize what it was that they were seeing or that it was, uh, fake because everything I was even, just so convincing and so well done, even though mm-hmm. in all fairness, it was a shoestring budget. So they were, they were yeah. really trying to pull it out, but they, they did it. Yeah.
1: It was, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I'd almost even throw in like, don't two kind of like weird ones for you. Paranormal activity because again you said like the found footage thing and how many so many people were absolutely convinced that this was 100% real sort of documentary just barely made fiction sort of thing yeah and then the super almost scarring to watch vhs like five little mini movie (laughs) movie. (laughs) yeah
0: oh my gosh um
1: that just kind of like it really messed with the idea of like getting that immersed even though there's something supernatural going on but like it Put you
0: there so yeah yeah and honestly I think we want to be able to see if this if for the world's uh, the radio broadcast could actually hold up today um, I feel like so, it the that that late 2000s uh, or when was the movie again it was mid-2000s it Was 2005,
1: 2005. Talking about the one with Tom yeah
0: so yeah, the the mid-2000s movie of it, uh, it was a interesting attempt but the problem with trying to make a movie of War of the Worlds is that mm-hmm. it's, it's the wrong medium because no matter how good the special effects are, yeah. there's always going- uh, the moment anything alien comes on screen, that's always going to be the moment that people are taken out of the experience and- the
1: Immersion yeah, is broken, yep. Yeah.
0: And the Absolutely. moment that it shifts from- Thriller to sci-fi in tone. Once again, yeah. you lose that immersion. So, I think if it was redone today as, say, uh, I don't know, like uh, a live stream on like Snapchat or Instagram, yeah. Um, so, or or I like a. Considered- some kind of like a live podcast or something that could really get widespread attention, I feel like you could actually pull this off because the concept has already been proven successful on so Mm -hmm. many other platforms. Now you just have to go back to no video or minimal video and all of a sudden you could do this really well and fool everybody again.
1: What if you did a live tweet series of it? That way it was something, cause like how Twitter is so like on top of it with everything like that. People already live tweet like award shows. They like tweet out their responses and stuff like that. Or like live tweet series finales because they want to like get their opinion out there what's happening right then and there. There are people who have big Twitters because of that. Yep. What if you did a, like a live tweet of it yep. with the occasional picture posted to kind of like keep the little realism or like the occasional like 10 second video that you can pop in. Yeah. It, if you had to modernize it, I'd, I'd do something like that.
0: Yeah. And it looks like we do have uh, one more uh, person that just jumped in the comments over on Facebook. Uh, Timothy Turner Parish. Hey, how you doing? It's been a little while. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, I, I think... With, with social media offering up so many new ways to be able to give the same kind of... Uh, Kind of nuanced experience to the 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 attempt to pull the wool over the eyes of the general yeah. public um i think it could really be done well whether live tweets or um like just random uh instagram uh or snapchats or whatever that you just keep putting like Many installations don't don't try to go for like the full thing do kind of like what the exactly what the original uh, radio broadcast did and do it like individual pieces that all came together to be one big picture and in doing that you get the full effect. Um, yeah Twitter yeah I think that would absolutely be a fantastic platform to do it because of the reach and visibility there um, mm-hmm. but the second you want to go yeah. in and do like uh, live videos uh, or live audio um, that opens up the plat- uh a few other platforms that you could just keep on throwing things on I mean what yep. if you uh, I mean you, you want to talk about really short form uh get it in, keep people coming back. What about TikTok? Like, what what yeah. what if you did it as like a quick TikTok install so you keep doing throughout the day and all of a sudden you just keep pulling people in?
1: So you have that possibility as well as if... Um, so let's say it's someone who's like a little bit more of like an established TikTok... Um, yep. TikToker. <laughs> That's what they call themselves. I feel like um, that may be accurate. So... <laughs> You have to have so on TikTok you have to have at least a thousand people following you before you can go live. So I can imagine like someone who had like a slightly larger platform. Yeah. Yeah. Not like huge, but like slightly larger enough to go live, starts posting like little random installments like that throughout the day and then like occasionally goes live but then has to cut it off or something like that could get it a pretty interesting following for the people to be able to go back and like reconsume those videos that were posted and like generate more and like hit share on it, like possibilities are with how many social media platforms there are now yeah there's a lot that could be done with it or you can even cross-platform it like say if you have um, an idea of like what if you because you said um having multiple kind of like stories going on there was like the story going on at the farm there's a story going on at like this radio station there's a story of like the militia man the original one and yeah. What if you had like different Twitter accounts that were telling from different perspectives and like it can be like org like jumping over to like, hey, I posted a picture on my Instagram or it like you could turn it into a giant web if you wanted to try to recreate something like
0: this. Yeah, and I mean the to be
1: well orchestrated. Well, I mean the really funny (laughs) thing
0: is, uh, that's actually kind of where TikTok may uh be more beneficial simply because um TikTok is doing the thing that um YouTube had been doing uh, so well before, where you have uh, some of the younger creators that are getting together into a single house. Uh, you, yes. know, you have the TikTok house now, but you know before you had like the, FaZe, the hype house, yeah, the hype house, the face clan <laughs> house, the um, you know all that stuff, uh, mm-hmm. where you already have a well-established group of creators together that could easily collaborate with that. They have a large enough platform, they have a large enough audience, and they are already so in tune with the platform and how it works yes. that they could feasibly pull off some, uh, such a massive prank like this on the general public and get people to believe them.
1: So there was actually kind of like, oddly enough, since you mentioned that, there was a series, oh gosh, when was it? In January, I think? Of a couple of TikTokers I watched, because we had this conversation, actually, like, enjoy TikTok, of this girl I watched, her name is Shots224, wanted to go to Disney World, and had been bugging her husband to take her to Disney World. Yeah. All of a sudden, there was, like, a bunch of creators that connected together with, like, he, the husband, connected with them, and, like, took her on a surprise trip to Disney World, but as they were posting, so that they could, like, have their time at Disney World without people knowing they were there until they posted the video and already, like, had left... They had changed their, local, their geo tag to where it was, like, posting that they were in, like, Milwaukee the entire time. And people were convinced they were in Milwaukee. All of a sudden, they started posting hints of, like, we're in an Animal Kingdom. Like, a picture of, like, the turnstile for Animal Kingdom. Or, like, another palm tree that has, like, a very distinct look to it. And they had people convinced they were in Milwaukee, of all places, for whatever reason. Yeah. But just kidding, they were in the, world the entire time. Nice. So, I mean, I could see it being very possible if you like you said TikTok having the web they have going on right now
0: well i mean especially but. because tiktok is becoming it's becoming what vine used to be plus what yes. tiktok is naturally meant to be and is still finding even more functions and uh ways to present uh content i mean yeah. like I don't know if you saw the uh, that that like longer form TikTok compilation that went around with all of the um, uh, the uh, female actors and stunt women that have uh, you know all uh, done like Marvel movies or uh, some yeah. other action stuff that they all got that together and then some of the trends have been going together with the, the longer compilation the past,
1: the past the brush challenge. yeah
0: exactly uh, yeah. stuff <laughs> like that um, you can look at that and go well. Clearly, there are so many things that even the original intent of TikTok hasn't even considered yet that people are continuing to find and innovate with that Mm -hmm. trying to do something like this is nowhere near outside of the realm of possibilities. And it would be the potential of genuinely uh, opening a door to a whole new section of content for it. Um, Yeah. So, I, I mean, honestly, I would be very... I mean, I'm not even that big into uh, TikTok just because, I mean, I i don't fully understand enough of it to appreciate it, but I do know that any new form of media like that that can revolutionize the way that storytelling is done, I am all for and will support every chance I can because I think that's yeah. cool. I can
1: get, I can get yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,. So but the real question is, do we think the original radio broadcast could actually hold up without having to be modernized? Mm.
0: Radio broadcasts on radio, no, um, a modern equivalent of putting it on a digital platform, whether that is a podcast or just a, li- uh, a live stream with or without video on some other platform but same setup same concept uh yeah i, I think if there's a digital gi- distribution for it i think it could work um yeah it, it feels like you're dis- saying
1: with the modern twist it could
0: yeah like well a modern distribution minimum
1: okay
0: uh, because i mean i don't know of anybody that would really disagree with the argument that radio itself is dead uh <laughs> I mean, even to be able to say, like, like, Sirius XM or whatever, I mean, that even that you can't really uh, make a, a solid argument of saying, yes, it's, you know, it, it, it has a chance to keep surviving. Cool, it exists, but <laughs> realistically, there are so many other digital platforms that exist now that give a better... Way to consume content and more discoverability. That I, yeah. if you did a radio broadcast on a non radio platform, I think it could be fantastic. And I, okay. I personally think this, like the original War of the Worlds radio broadcast on a digital platform, would still be just as popular today. I don't, and if you gave it a modern update for the way that they presented it on top of just the modern distribution then I think you could actually get the same kind of public reaction. Um, okay. Especially because, I mean, you you know how it is. Everybody, <laughs> if it's on the internet, it must be real, right?
1: Exactly, and that's like <sighs> the, my like big concern is with the ability to rapidly fact check things now, like as things are being published and going on, be like, is this a real thing? Like it might be a little hard to get, like, the overall, like, convincing of this is really going on in the world right now and causing mass hysteria, if that's what the intention is, mind you. Um, so I think that might have be, like, the one stumble block within it, but other than that, you're right. Like, if it was digital, like, a digital distribution of it, it could have good success.
0: Yeah. Um... I don't know. I I think, like, I thought about the idea of, uh, what about live fact-checking? Um, and while that is a realistic risk that you take doing it,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I feel like because there are so many people out there that are willing to just take whatever they see at face value on the internet, uh,
1: and run with it. Yeah.
0: And run with it, especially, uh, especially Mm -hmm actual news organizations um because you know it's about the immediacy not necessarily the accuracy um i feel like there would absolutely be a chance for it to be taken seriously by just enough people who are in prominent positions that it would help with the believability of the troll and Would make the reveal that much more fun for the people doing it. Um, But just like when Orson Welles did it, it would have to be done in good fun and not. Yes. (laughs) And not like the, oh, it's just a prank, bro method. Like, if it was done to be intended to be taken seriously and trying to do it in kind of a douchey way, I think that's the one thing that would ruin it but yes. do it with the same intent that the original did to just have fun with it and really try to entertain while writing mm-hmm. that line of reality and fiction until you make the big reveal. Um, yeah. I think that would be amazing. And I genuinely think a lot of people would enjoy it.
1: So I need, I need someone to get on this cause, uh, <laughs> I need this in my life. And like the only drama I have right now is, a. Uh, like the the bullcrap on TikTok or Facebook that you yeah. see from people being cooped up. I need I need something more.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, and, and that's. I mean, the more that we're talking about it, the more I'm genuinely uh, getting like excited about the idea of somebody trying to make this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, uh, we'll, we'll just do it ourselves. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs>
0: I mean, dang it! If if I could f- figure out a way to be able to actually do it and convince people, like really convince people, mm-hmm. I'd be all for us doing it ourselves. Yes. Like I think that'd be amazing. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Please.
0: Oh man! But yeah, no, I I I mean, how about you guys in the uh, the comments? What do you guys think? Do, would you actually want to see? somebody tried to do a modern remake of the war of the worlds radio broadcast not not the not the movie we're <laughs> or not we're not touching that not
1: touching movie. We're, we're, we're <laughs> not not touching
0: movie. but like we're not gonna the actual broadcast yeah not to nine not not 1953 like
1: 1938 radio broadcast yeah like.
0: <laughs> but yeah ser- seriously t- 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 tell us in the comments would you guys want to see that? Like a, a modern version of it? Uh and, and even better, where would you like to see that? Like where do you think would be the most fun to see somebody try to redo this uh in a convincing way? Um do you think it do you think it would be TikTok or Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or where? Uh, please tell us. That so I, many I, options. I, I'm genuinely curious. Uh, Snapchat,
1: Instagram. Yeah.
0: So. Um, yeah. Uh, Emoji
1: question mark. Like
0: <laughs> I. mean, if you could do that, uh, dang, I, I'd, I'd be for it. <laughs> Show me how it would be done that way. I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be behind it.
1: <laughs> People are creative, man.
0: Man, um, yeah, so, um, with that, guys, thank you so much for making it this long. Thank you for hanging on. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, uh, once again, just like we said at the beginning of all this, uh, if this is your first time joining us, thank you so much. We love getting, um, new people in to see our videos, uh, join into the conversation, um. If you are new, please do not forget to follow follow, there follow us over on Facebook. Right, right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And subscribe <laughs> over on YouTube. There should be a little button, a uh, little icon on the screen right about here-ish. So, you know, don't forget to subscribe and like the video on both platforms. We always appreciate that. And um, definitely share us with your friends. And, you know, if the, you are a returning fan, Seriously, guys, you are the reason why we keep coming back for this. We love doing this and we love getting a chance to be able to talk to y'all and uh, get your thoughts on things. So, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, let,
1: just, just enjoy us nerding out. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Kyla, anything else you want to leave everybody with? Um, uh, like
1: I said, subscribe, follow all that good jazz. If you have something that you think might not be able to hold up in modern times, why don't you suggest it? Maybe we can talk about it next time. Yes. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Maybe perhaps give us ideas. If you have something that you have a strong opinion on, such as Mike being wrong about Tim Burton's Batmans, but you know, it's fine. Yeah. In <laughs> as you fact, roll your eyes at me. Yeah. In fact, I, I will
0: always uh, take new arguments to throw against him on that one because um, <laughs> I just genuinely enjoyed uh just baiting him with that topic. It, it is yes. just greatness. <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, uh, with that, um thank you guys and until next time. This has been Brad and Kyla with Kyla. Dalsky saying see ya.
1: Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.